When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the award-winning podcast, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, featuring business leaders to help you navigate a constantly changing marketplace. Want to become known as a trusted authority while building a thriving business you love? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will show you how. Here's your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, which is brought to you by the Influence Alliance, which is the business building community and podcast launch and growth community for coaches and consultants who want to make a much bigger difference in the world with their message, while of course, build a profitable and scalable business. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, joining me on today's show is Kristen Ostrander. Kristen, she is an author. She's a serial entrepreneur, a speaker. She's also a podcaster, as well as an e-commerce expert. Now, she founded mommyincome.com. She hosts a weekly podcast called The Amazon Files, where she helps others start and grow businesses online. Now, her grit, hard work, business savvy has changed her life in ways that she never thought would be possible. From the emotional low of foreclosure to scaling to a seven-figure business while starting another, she is determined to make an impact in the lives of others by sharing what she has learned along the way. Now, with her new book, Dream Big, Step Small. She desires to inspire women and mums all over the world to find their purpose, follow their dreams, and take small steps to get everything they ever wanted. Now, on today's show, Kristen is going to share why you may be struggling as an Amazon seller and how to fix it. Now, for some of you, you may not even know that you can have an Amazon store. So this is going to be an incredible show for you. She's also going to share how to incorporate private label products with wholesale for a winning customer product, as well as the number one one alternative Amazon business model that allows you to never touch inventory again and so much more, I'm sure. Welcome, Kristen, to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. You are welcome. And as I said before we went live to you, I don't think we really have on this show covered the topic of Amazon uh, for quite some time, if at all, uh, I believe, because many years ago here in Australia, we didn't have the functions and the features of opening up an Amazon store like was available in the US. But now you've told me that uh, it is certainly available in Australia as well as many many other countries. So we're certainly going to dive into that. Now, if you are watching or listening along the live stream and you have a burning question that you would love to ask Kristen, go ahead and add it in the comments and I'll make sure that I ask that on your behalf. Because while we've got an expert here, why not let's uh, see what we can learn from her. So let's first talk about an Amazon store, what is available? Because there may be some people who may not yet realize what is available. So tell us a little bit of an overview of what's possible and uh, what an Amazon store is. So 
If you've ever purchased, I mean, I think most of us have purchased from Amazon and Amazon Prime, I believe, is now available globally to um, everyone. I'm, I'm not I'm sure that they've rolled that out in Australia so they can get the, the free shipping at least a couple of days. Um, and that is that is actually the FBA program. So for sellers, if you want to open a store on Amazon, say you have your own products, maybe you're selling on Shopify or you're selling on, you know, eBay or, or any sort of um, Etsy, things like that, that you're, you're selling your own products. You can definitely expand into Amazon. And if you're just looking to start a side business, you can expand into Amazon doing wholesale or, you know, different things like that. And what the FBA program is, is it's fulfillment by Amazon. So uh, imagine this, I order a bunch of things from a wholesale distributor and I have it shipped to a warehouse. That warehouse then labels that item. So Amazon knows who to pay you. <laughs> and then they, they ship it all off to the Amazon warehouse. So Amazon warehouses, stores, and ships that to customers. And because they have the the capacity to do that, they can get it to prime customers for two-day shipping. I personally wouldn't be able to fulfill all those orders and do all that myself. So Amazon kindly and for a hefty fee will, will provide that service for you so that you can reach more, more people with your products. So it, the FBA program is really what is set up globally for everyone to be able to not have to touch individual orders like most people are used to when they have e-commerce stores. Yeah. And it sounds very much that it's for companies and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Is it for companies that have, um, would be seen more as brick and mortar? I mean, now obviously we've got companies that are working from home, but that have a shippable product. It's not like a service that's being uh, sold if you're a coach or a consultant, but maybe you've got some physical products, which your customers buy. So in that instance, if you don't have the capacity to start up a fulfillment house, so to speak, Amazon has the platform and the ability to take that on for you if you would like to do that. Absolutely. Yes. A product base. And don't, don't sneak by that so soon. Actually, they do have a couple other platforms that you can list services available for sale. I'm not sure if that's available in Australia yet. Um, but mm -hmm. I know in the US, if you are a service based business, you can also use Amazon. And I encourage anyone who offers services or even, you know, say downloadable products or printed digital products. A lot of people do those on, on Etsy, but having an Amazon presence, regardless of where you are located is super important because Amazon's actually the number two, I think, search engine. A lot of people think it's just for products, but people go to Amazon all the time, just look for reviews, they look for new products. And if you have an Amazon presence, even if you're selling one or two of your own branded items, you still have that visibility and the ability to um, provide products for your customers. Even say you do, say you're in a service-based business and you offer a workbook, you could have your workbook available for sale on Amazon and they do print on demand even. So if you have, you know, your own things, it's, there's so many possibilities to be able to make money with Amazon these days, yeah. no matter what kind of business you're in. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I, I all know, I, I mean, I all know, I'm sure all of us know and have experienced the Amazon platform from a consumer's point of view. Do they have figures about the amount of people that go there on a daily basis? to kind of search and purchase. I, I would imagine it's huge. The the customer globally, there's 153 
million, I think actually that's a U.S. stat, uh, 153 million uh, unique buyers uh, that ha- that are uh, registered in the United States alone, let mm-hmm. alone globally. So I mean, the, the statistics, I mean, sorry, I wasn't prepared for that question. No, but, no, no. Um, I just, the reason I asked that is just having that figure alone that you shared from the U.S. point of view, that's massive. If you yeah. could potentially get your you know, your product, your service in front of your ideal customer when they're searching, why would you not uh, take advantage or do some investigation to see? Now, also share, because one of the things that I used to watch were people who may be featuring a product that they used, makeup artists were ones that did this very well, or even painters, you know, artists. And then what they would do, would they would link uh, the product that they were featuring to an Amazon store. So of like as an affiliate. And so they had their own store that was selling other people's products and they would get paid a commission if someone purchased through the link. Now that was not available via in, in Australia either, but I believe that it is now too. So some people may be using products and services that may not necessarily be their own. However, because they've got quite a large following and they want to tap into the the Amazon platform to be able to sell, that's also available too, isn't it? That you can do that. Yes, ma'am. And let me tell you this. If you are an influencer, if you are someone who has a strong following and you recommend a book, a product, a even like I tell people, I, I joke about it being Kristen's favorite things, because like when I fall in love with a product or a service or a software company or anything, I am just a walking commercial ad for, for all the things that I love. And so um, I ridiculously created this particular website called Kristen's favorite things dot shop. And because I would add these links that you're talking about to, to link to Amazon. Like, for example, someone say, what would what do you use in that gorgeous curly hair you have? It's like, oh, my favorite product is, you know, this Diva Curl, you know, super cream that I use. And so I would add that to my Kristen's favorite thing store and link it to Amazon. So although I'm not selling that physical product, anytime somebody clicks that link, then I get a couple cents from that, a couple cents from here. And it adds up over time, hundreds of dollars a month if you've got all kinds of different products. So if you've got a book recommendation for your audience or you've got, you know, say you're a lawyer and you're just talking to your regular audience or your clients about something and you have a recommendation, that could also be used. You could text or email them a link to a product. There's all so many ways to use Amazon to bring in extra income to any business. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many people now that have over the last couple of years uh, been forced or circumstances have now required them to change uh, careers. So they may not yet be uh, familiar with the fact that you don't need to set up a massive big website or have a whole e-commerce thing that you need to set up yourself. Why not go and tap into a platform that already has some things? And if it's something that you can bring in from previous uh, career experience and you can start talking about that, that's a wonderful way that you can start to... uh, benefit from selling products and services that may not necessarily be your own. I think we have, we've, we've gotten to the fact point now that I'm hoping that people have gone, I'm curious. This sounds like a great idea, but now let's talk in uh, more into what are some of the things that we need to look out for, particularly there may be some people who already do have an Amazon uh, store. They're a seller, but it's just not working for them. What are some things they need to look at and fix? 
One of the things that a lot of times people that have been selling on Amazon for a while is they they get complacent. They think that it's a set it and forget it. They they put up their listings, they put up their, their products, and then they kind of just set it and forget it. The reality is more and more keywords are, are being used on a regular basis and co- competition is fierce and always at, you know, nipping at your heels. So if you have products or services already or products on Amazon, revisiting your listings, updating your keywords, taking new photos or editing your photos and and updating them every year um, gives your listing a little bit more luster. A lot of people think that they just put it there and they can leave it alone. And if there's a couple sales trickling in, that they're happy with that. But there's always ways to rev up the engine. And one of the things I would do would be updating your pictures um, and images on a yearly basis and just refreshing your, your top selling product listings so that they have fresh and new keywords and um, even switching around the order of some of the pictures after the first image that someone puts there, um, the rest of them, they, they can move around. So I would definitely um, do that as not necessarily troubleshooting, but just keeping them fresh and updated, just like you would your website you know, product catalog. As you're adding new products and things are kind of coming in and out of trend, you want to update those things to make sure that the customers feel like they're looking at something new and fresh. When you're thinking about a business then, setting up an Amazon store, I would imagine that a lot of the entrepreneurs who are doing that uh, are basing their hope that people will come across to, to, to their store if they're searching from Amazon or in you know the Amazon platform. Are there other things that they can be doing that will get even more eyeballs there, like leveraging the social media? Are there things that you see that they're not doing as much as we they should, we should, to really continue to drive more traffic there or build awareness that, hey, we have a store? Yeah, absolutely. Of course, using and leveraging every opportunity that you have. So if you have a following or you have a client base or, you know, whatever platform you're working from, you know, dealing with all these different entrepreneurs and goods and services and things like that, always leverage your opportunity to introduce your audience to new products or new services or reintroduce. I've made this mistake before in my business of assuming that if I told my audience one time that something that they they would just automatically remember that and I don't have to repeat myself. And the reality is that people need to hear things three to five times before they even connect the the dots in their mind and remember that, let alone remembering it long term. So always bringing your products to the forefront of your customers' minds and just sending them a quick email to say, hey, did you know that I offer some products on Amazon? Here's a link to my store. Um, Making an Instagram reel about that or, you know, just dropping in a really quick video or a, um, you know, I know some podcasters will do like a a normal weekly show and then midweek they might drop a five-minute announcement podcast that's something like a juicy secret or maybe it's something like that to say, hey, I just wanted to check in with you guys to see if you've, you know, checked out my Amazon store and, you know, you can give the link there or you can put it in show notes and it's just another way to kind of knock on the door and say, hey, remember me? I know you've been listening, but here's, here's this again and continually putting it in the forefront of their minds because, you know, people forget often. And just because you told them once does not mean they're going to remember it forever. I don't know about you, but I need my sticky notes to like remind me of everything these days. Absolutely. Life and business gets in the way. So you may have, oh, I need to go and check that out on Kristen's uh, store, but then something happens and you completely uh, forget. So you've spoken about the fact that, look, don't just set up the store and forget it. Go 
annually, once a year at least, um, refresh your pictures, refresh your keywords and things like that. Are there other things that we need to look out for? For instance, and I'm just going to ask some questions because as if I know nothing because I kind of, when it comes to the Amazon stores, I'm a very um, newbie here, but just like social media platforms, having a really good bio that does have keyword searchable. Uh, are there other things that we can do when setting up the store to begin with that maybe we haven't done a re, uh, you know, initially that we need to go back and revisit? Are there, are there some other things that we can be doing to fix our store? Well, the, the most important thing is really those listings because Amazon is a platform, unlike um, a bunch of different Shopify stores that you can send people to. Um, Amazon, you're thinking of it like a giant search engine. So the more keywords and the more relevant keywords that you have in your listing, the more Amazon is going to partner up your, you know, say somebody is typing in into the Amazon search box, you know, cute yoga mat. So they don't just want a yoga mat that's just a normal, boring gray color. They want something with maybe a design or something like that on it. And so you want to make sure that you are tapping into the keywords that your customers are using to search. And that's the most important piece of real estate that you have on Amazon. Because most of the time people aren't going to, it's not like a .com or a URL where someone's actually typing your store name in. They're actually just looking for a cute yoga mat. And because of that, they're going to bring up all the listings that, that feature what the Amazon believes the customer is searching for. So using those keywords the exact way that you're customers would use them instead of, you know, we always want to use uh, proper English or, you know, you want to type everything and have it grammatically correct and sound that way. But you're appealing to not only customers, but also an algorithm behind that that's yeah. constantly searching and, and matching up keywords with products. And so we want to make sure that our product descriptions really fit what what the exact item that you're selling is so that your customer can adequately find it. Another thing that we can do to just make sure that we're um, reaching out, Amazon's very specific about how you can reach out to customers. They're a mm -hmm. little bit greedy about their customer acquisition and they don't like you to communicate outside of Amazon with your customers. So, but one of the ways that you can follow up with people is asking for feedback or reviews on your um, listings. And that's really important because the more reviews that your listing has, the more um, customers will see that, they'll review it, they can trust that your product's a good one and they'll want to make a purchase. So another thing you can do if maybe you're just starting and you've got slower sales, you can reach out um, via the Amazon platform, um, you not through email or anything like that, but through their system and just say, hey, how did you like this product? Please leave a review. Uh, we'd love your feedback. Now you can't ask for a positive review. You can just ask for one and, and make sure that you're you're um, following up with those customers. Yeah, so so important. And that if you're doing that consistently, um, you'll continue to I would, uh, imagine and I would hope get great reviews. And, and that's that's something that I have often said to people, go and have a look at the reviews and what people are writing because that can give you um, ideas into keywords and phrases that your ideal clients are saying, you know. So there's just so many um, rich opportunities to do customer research because I'm sure people have thought when you were saying, Kristen, what are the keywords that your clients are typing in that I really don't know? Because we can assume things, can't we, that they're typing something like this. But actually, when you do do some research on your ideal customer, what they're searching for and what you have put in as a 
keyword or a key phrase may be two different things. So that is so important, not just for an Amazon store, but just for your business and your marketing anyway. So great point there. You also talk about incorporating private label products with wholesale for a winning custom product. Tell us a bit about this. So this is, so that would be considered, I, I actually created this business model due to um, really thick competition and not, you know, margins, de, you know, depleting because of so many competition. Um, you know, private label, for those who don't know, is just really a product that you've created. You're putting your own brand on it. It might be a version of something else, you know, like a white label where you're you're creating your own brand for, say, a shampoo, but you're using, you know, a, a gen, generic kind of formula that's out there. Um, or private label product is simply something you are creating creating that has your own brand on it. The hard part about that is that with each product launch, it's so time consuming and expensive to, first of all, have manufactured your own product. Um, most of the time that's international and it requires importing and all those things. And so it takes a lot of time and energy to create and bring to the market a private label product. And so that has its pros and cons. And then you've got your, your um, regular wholesale, which anybody globally can have access to many distributors. You can order from catalogs, just like your normal retail stores would be doing that, your brick and mortar stores. Um, you can also do that for Amazon. The problem with that is so can your neighbors and this store and that store and 500 other sellers that want to do that or 5 million sellers. So because of that, the competition is very fierce when it comes to single unit products. So I've created a new system. It's called Wholesale Bundles and it's putting bundles and kits and sets and packs together in a way that brings speed and convenience and variety to customers so that number one, they can buy in faster. You know, if you're if you're putting together, you know, something like you think of like shampoo and conditioner. Um, most of the time, we use the same hair care products. So shampoo and conditioner, probably from the same brand. Maybe even your um, styling product would be the same brand. So uh, naturally, that would make a really good kit to put together. To say, okay, I'm going to make a instead of just selling one bottle of shampoo, I'm going to sell shampoo, conditioner, and um, some sort of styling product all in one. And so with that brand. And with that name, you can put that onto Amazon and it costs you a little bit less to sell that in a package and the customer can get all three items with only one click. And so it makes it really easy for them to just add to the cart and move on. So that would be like a good example of a wholesale bundle. And the good thing about it is you're not reinventing the wheel by getting every single private label product and you're having it manufactured and you're taking all the liability. Instead, you're using products that are already wholesale readily available for you to purchase and you're just creating specific gift sets or accessory packs or things like that that make it really convenient for the customer to uh, make a purchase without adding these small individual items to their cart. So it yeah. really, the customers love that. Yes. And it's almost like you don't know what you don't need. <laughs> you know, when you go shopping, um, I, I was just joking the other day with my husband because I just signed up to Amazon Prime. And I said, I just could not not because I've, I've um, been teaching myself or self-learning, you know, through watching the videos, wonderful videos from other artists, watercolour. And I purchased um, a set of, of gouache paint. Um, and then Amazon popped up and said, well, if you sign up for 30, you know, for the 30 days for a free account, you can get it in I don't know how many days versus three weeks. Well, that wasn't a hard, you know, decision to make. I said, they are so good. They're going to deliver it before you even know you need to order it. But I, I say that because, you know, when you start to search, when you look down, Amazon will come up 
with different product suggestions. And some of them, if you buy two at the same time, which is a complimentary, they, you may also get an additional, uh, percentage off and things like that. So what you're saying is make it easy for a customer um, to realise, oh, I didn't know that they had that. And guess what? It's a bundle, so I get it cheaper. So it's it's almost like if you were meeting someone in the store and saying, by the way, did you know that we also had this? Mm -hmm. And when you buy it together, we've got a special on at the moment. So it's being helpful. Um, It's the virtual upsell. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I was just going to say, and part of that is you're upselling. which I think is wonderful. Talk about um, if someone was just starting out and uh, are there different, have you seen different um, combinations, if you will, of products that are working really well through this? Like you mentioned with hair care, are there other combinations that are working really well using this model? Certainly. So wholesale bundles, what it lends itself to is, first of all, knowing about the customer. So you had just mentioned painting. Um, And I had recently, during the pandemic, got into the acrylic pour painting. Um, I'm not much of a specific artist, but I can make color combinations and all that. So so, um, I kind of got into that. And as a beginner, I was looking for a set of these products and tools to use to make these pour paintings. And, um, you know, as a beginner, I was looking on Amazon and found this kit that was like, you know, your primary color paints and it came with a, a, um, a pouring medium so that you could mix it and it was a flow medium and then some specific brushes and a couple other things. And that is a perfect example of knowing your customer and, and, and putting kits together that benefit the customer. So if you know that the beginner painter needs these specific supplies in order to, you know, start painting in the specific method, then putting all those, you know, curating that, that bundle or that kit for them so that it makes them really easy to buy. So if they say, beginner pour painting kit on Amazon, the customer's like, oh yeah, this has every single thing I need in here. So I always suggest when people are putting bundles and kits together that knowing your customer's needs and either problems and pain points or their needs, just like you would in a service-based business, you figure out what their major needs and desires are in the product category. So I always recommend starting with something you're familiar with. So if you're into painting or if you're into knitting or you're into whatever your hobbies are, you know what the pain points are as well. So you can create and curate products around those um, pain points and your customers will be so happy that they can just go on Amazon and look for one particular item, find a kit and order it with all the things instead of saying, oh, I have to find paint and now I have to find brushes and now I have to find this flow medium, all the different addings and also helps the environment because you're actually packaging all of this before it goes to Amazon. And because you're packaging it ahead of time, you're saving packaging, you're saving plastic, you're saving cardboard, all of those different things, which environmental concerns are really important to a lot of people. And so that also is is another benefit to doing the bundling and the kits because it really saves the environment and all of the packaging and plastic as well. Yeah. And I know if, uh, to just say, for instance, you were or someone had put together a beautiful kit of a starter kit of the acrylic uh, oil pa- um, pouring and, you know, you might have a uh, all of the different things together, you could also, if you wanted to have things separately. And so you make the 
their purchase experience, the consumer purchase experience, so much more streamlined. You know, if you if you if you're wanting to 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 grab and go kind of thing, here is it all in the kit. But maybe you're coming back and you need to refill some of your colours. Here is the individual ones. Uh, in in that way, you can get really you can get really creative. And this is what I was going to to say to you. There is nothing more powerful. And as a consumer, this is definitely happened to me. If I'm watching a YouTube video on, you know, and, and someone, especially technology, I do love technology, and someone's using a stand or something, I always go down to the, the comments, you know, where, they're, where they've written down what they're using and find out what is that product that they're using and it will link to the Amazon store. And so often if I need it, I'm, I'm buying it. <laughs> and that's the power of, as you said, if you um, show your audience and then they need that for, for a certain solution, they will purchase it, make it easy for them to do so by having the link. Indeed, absolutely having that. And I love what you said about not just making bundles and kits for people, but also selling every single item in there individually, because that's also an advantage for those types of kits like that. Let's say, say somebody tries the poor painting and they they need the beginner's kit the first time, but then they come back and they need to replenish the, the paints or the colors or anything like that. You can always you can always add that there as well. So that's always super important to be yeah. able to. And you know what I would do too, because I'm just I'm just running through my, you know, some ideas in my head. And if you've got a package or a kit of things, you can do one for a budget conscious mm-hmm. and one, you know, and one for the one, you know, who would, doesn't matter, has, has a little bit more uh, of a budget to splurge. Put your put yourself in the shoes of the consumer and put together a number of different bundle options to make it easy, and then a decision. And there's so there's always something about when you see the the low budget and the higher one. I don't know, it's just me. I'm I'm just going to go for the higher one because I want all of the things. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so similar. I want all of the things, and most of the time, and that's another actual. Um, concept that I teach people as well is that you you can start small with a basic kit of some sort. And then I, and this is not really even a real word, but like you can always deluxify it by saying, okay, what else can I add to this? Because customers are happy with this, but there's always in every, like you just said, in, in every product and every niche and every um, hobby, even there's the people that are just starting out that are very budget conscious and they're just not sure exactly what they need or when and how. And then there's people like me who jump in with both feet and I want the top of the line, every single thing that they have. Give me every, and I just, brush, give me every pouring thing, yes. as a bucket. <laughs> me too. <laughs> a, lot of the time, a lot of the things just sit there anyway, but it, it's good. It's a good on the desk, doesn't it? Uh, yes, it. for sure. So, so you can have both of those in with exactly, that. Exactly. But I tell you what, it's, it's, um, uh, and, and, you know, you may have, as you said, a starter kit and then if someone um, can come back then if they want and then upgrade that because, uh, yeah, make the purchase as easy and streamlined as possible of an experience. Share a little bit more about the number one alternative Amazon business model that allows you to never have to touch inventory again. So it's a little bit of an expansion of what we were just talking about with the wholesale bundle system. And the wholesale bundle system is uh, you know, my, my program that I teach. And the thing about 
that that system is that in part of the modules, I teach people how to not have to touch their inventory. And in the U.S., and I think in some, I mean, coming soon to a city near you, I hope, um, are their prep facilities. So we call them prep centers here. And what happens is they work directly with Amazon sellers so that you do not have to keep product in your home or in your garage, or you don't have to have a warehouse or any of those things that um, you can you can order your products online. So we'll go back to the paint example and say, we find this wonderful poor painting kit we're going to put together. So I send, you know, I, I purchase the products from the wholesale companies and I have all of those products shipped to my prep center. And then the prep center, they put the kits together in my branded packaging and they send them to Amazon. So I don't have to have a warehouse. I don't have to have a team of workers. I do not have to process that inventory. I'm not receiving pallets in my home, you know, things like that. I used to do that <laughs> many years ago because that was the only option except for owning your own warehouse, which almost puts most smaller business startups out of business. And yeah. so there is a way to do it from home if you're going to do a small operation. But the reality is it gives you location freedom. So if I would like to fly to see you in Australia and visit for a couple of weeks, my Amazon store continues to run and they continue to prep the inventory and ship it off to Amazon warehouses. And you can be hands off by using a prep facility. So really this opportunity is globally open to anyone who wants to participate. You don't have to have some big warehouse or a huge budget to even get started. A lot of people do this on the side in addition to uh, their careers as a way to earn some extra income. Yeah, because if you think of the fact that you may have to um, have your own warehouse, then not only are you talking about the warehouse facility, uh, you, you're talking about staff, you're talking about this, that and the other. And as you know, as business owners, the moment that you have to talk, uh, you know, deal with staff and all of those things, it brings an entirely different skill set and, um, and focus, doesn't it, then as a leader of the business. Now, why not at least investigate um, a product or an offering that takes that off you because they're experts in the you know the 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 e-commerce the merchandising um factory setup distribution all of that we're not experts in that so if we can tap into that via um yeah amazon then let's go ahead and do that now let's share more i'd love you to share more about your programs how people can find out more the podcast tell us all of that for people who would love to uh, to find out more Certainly. So um, you can find me everywhere at mommyincome.com. And that's not just for moms. It's I'm the mom making the income. So that's kind of how I came up with that. And I just like am attached to it. Um, my, my little ones when they were younger, helping me kind of name the business that was part of what they case mommy's income. And I was like, Oh, I kind of like that. <laughs> so um, it's open for everyone. And I have everything from beginners to say you've never sold on Amazon, and you have no idea what to do, um, the kind of starting the process. And then the um, wholesale bundle system there. It will really teach you even how to start with wholesale. A lot of people don't know how to do that. And it's it's a lot easier than people think. It's just a couple of, you know, business things and then some emails and, you know, you can get that started there. Um, and I'll tell you that, like, I, I started 
on Amazon. I've been selling on e-commerce since 2003, so almost two decades now. It's been 18 years. And with Amazon, it's been uh, since 2008. So I got my start. I got going on Amazon. I had a lot of ups and downs and pitfalls along the way because there wasn't a ton of people teaching how to sell on Amazon at the time. So when I you know, really became successful and really excited about it, um, I was invited to be on a live show similar to this. And um, I was sharing my just what I've learned and how I've avoided some mistakes. And um, someone had asked me, you need to share this all stuff, your own show, like we need to hear more from you. And I, that never dawned on me. I never thought I could be a teacher or a trainer. I was just making money with Amazon and doing and, what, and learning what you were. Yeah, what you've learned and teaching that now. Fantastic. So that's how Monomy Income was born. And I began to just, every time I would learn something, I would kind of put it into a course or do live coaching or a classes to really just help people because I had to stumble through a lot of that myself. There wasn't, there was some training and even some some quality training from a few gentlemen um, back in the day, um, but there wasn't a ton of training at first. So I was just, I had to make a lot of um, costly mistakes and just kind of keep going and figure it out and pivot. And I just didn't want other people to have to go through all of that, those ups and downs and making the same mistakes. So I put a program together uh, that really would help people avoid that huge learning curve of just wasting a lot of money and say, oh, let me give you some shortcuts to help you make this successful because it can be, it doesn't have to be a side business. It actually is um, fully supporting many, many people in their full-time income. So yeah. the possibility is so- there. Love that. Thank you, Kristen. So mummy or mommy. Here in Australia we call them mummy. So with a, a U. So mommy.com. Go and check that out. And I'm sure all of the links are there. For people then who are more service-based businesses and don't necessarily have products, however, they could refer to certain products because they use, they themselves use certain products um, as part of their business and their ideal clients could benefit from those same products. And that they're looking at maybe setting up a store more as an affiliate. Is that also more information that they can get from you from you as well and support in that area? Absolutely. The Amazon files and the Mommy Income um, website and even the YouTube channel, there's a lot of free information out there to be able to just look and and watch a few of the videos. And our our YouTube channel is full of a lot of great information there. So there's something for everyone on Amazon and everyone can always just reach out to me and say, hey, I'm looking to make money on Amazon. What's the best way? And I can, you know, get on a call with them and let them know based on their business, what would be the best option for them. Fantastic. Fantastic. Look, thank you for coming on the show today and sharing your knowledge. I know that um, we've often said on this show, and I'm a true believer in if you want to achieve something, go and find someone who has gone out and created the pathway, so to speak, at the highs and lows, as, as I'm sure, as and as you've just confirmed, all of the things that you now teach, a lot of it also includes don't do this because, um, you know, you know the pathway, the things to do, the better things to do and why reinvent the wheel and go through the highs and lows when we know we can go to someone who's been there before and can certainly direct us in that way. So thank you for sharing your knowledge and expertise and what you've learned and for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. This podcast is brought to you by theinfluencealliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at 
www.theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. That's theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.